0: Now serving Butter and Bacon, the good stuff.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Week 9 Recap, Week 10 Preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I am your Commissioner-Elect, Dean... Here with <laughs> timely, <laughs> you like that timely, timely. Uh, here with my color commentator and vice president elect, I guess, uh, Polly. How you doing, Paul? Oh,
0: great! That makes me Pauly Pants. Um... <laughs>
1: but <laughs> better than Pauly Pants. Mm, well,
0: all I have to say is fifteen-yard penalty, roughing the kicker, first down.
1: Yeah, or mugging the receiver that was in the right corner. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, or that, or un- or taunting. Against the Bills bench. Anyway, enough about Richard Sherman. Yes, well, much like your un- unfortunately maligned
1: Bills, my unfortunately maligned Metroville heroes fell to the Snuggly Ducklings. And I say that not because the Ducklings didn't have a great week, because they did. Uh, but I had Michael going in that game against the Bills, and he managed one yard and a touchdown. I told you. <laughs> I told well, you.
0: Other things- it was... Other things it like, wasn't
1: due to your vaunted defense, though. It was due to lack of opportunity. And also, well, I had a lack of bench, so I didn't really have a choice.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's that. But, I mean, the Bills defense did not give up much, much rushing yards. Um, we said that Cam Newton would be huge. Uh, hmm. not, not huge. No, no, not really. Um, Two and a quarter and a tough. I mean, good week, 17 points. I said, I said DeMarco Murray would be the top scorer on the Ducklings, and I was correct in that, although just narrowly edging out Beasley for Dallas. (laughs) And and Bryant the Kicker. Yeah, Bryant the Kicker was 16. Uh, Cam did have nearly 17 points, so that's pretty good. Uh, um, We said there were way too many bye weeks going on for the Ducklings to win. Um, mm -hmm, Right. Um, We also said that it was outdoor breeze versus indoor breeze, and uh, it didn't matter because, you know, Just didn't matter. Uh, Fleener had 7.2. He he did have 42 yards, which is good. Um, But he just couldn't seem to get Fleener the ball, even though they won by 41-23. That was interesting. Um, And we said that the Cowboys' D would be dominant and get minimum 9.5. They got 9. Cleveland actually kind of, you know, got some yards on them, but they didn't score.
1: Yeah, well, and they didn't give up the uh, the point-scoring plays, you know, the interceptions, yes. the fumbles, etc. So Dallas had a good week, 10 points allowed, but yeah, unfortunately for me, only 9 points. Right. Mr. Evans, on the other hand, uh, we had mentioned the Atlanta defense being at times susceptible to the pass, and uh, 39 points was uh, by far my biggest score. Oh.
0: oh, yes. Yes, tremendously. And as for the picks, we both picked you to win, so... Mm-hmm.
1: Wah-wah. Well, the uh, tap room, in a little bit of a tailspin here, falling to Make It Pink, 116-103. to 103.
0: Yeah, and before we move on any further, I called this, by the way. I called Make It Pink to win, and I said it would be on the arm of Marcus Mariota, and, uh, yeah, I didn't say Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was on the arm and the legs of Marcus Mariota, too. Yeah. He had a good game overall. Yeah, but, I mean, between the two of those, they had 70 points. I mean, come on. Um, What we really said about it was that uh, Jordy Nelson would go big against Indy's defense. And, yeah, seven receptions, 94 yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty big. Um, We uh, also said that Ezekiel Elliott, um, quote, might get 200 yards and score three touchdowns. Mm. Okay, that was a little big, but. (laughs) He got 92 yards and two touchdowns. So we were only off by one (laughs) and both. (laughs) Sure. Sure. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, uh, I picked the pink. You picked the taproom. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, congrats to Kristen.
1: Congrats. Totally radical Islam. Totally beaten by Scott's Cruisers, 142 to
0: 118. Yeah, totally. Um, we said that Carr would be held in check by Denver's defense. And oh, man, did he ever get yeah, he held. Was. Oh, oh, 9.5 points. Um, noted that Oakland won the game. Yeah, but that's true. But good it point. was not Derek Carr. Uh, we said that uh, McCoy, if he plays, would be good, maybe tentatively, because no one knew. He actually had a pretty good game on um, the 85 yards, but that's against like the number two defense in the league, um, maybe even the number one defense in the league in Seattle. So 16 points was actually pretty good um, for for the for the Islam. Um, we said Matt Ryan would be a beast. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> we said there. Gordon would be a beast. Yeah, we said Odell Peckham Jr. would be a beast. Yeah, <laughs> called those.
1: Yeah, that was that was nearly 100 points between the three of them.
0: Yep, and uh, and we picked uh, yeah Randall Cobb, uh, Green Bay. No, t- you know, two receptions, 14. He did have a touchdown, but really, you know, I think Indianapolis kind of shocked Green Bay. Um, it happened early in the NFL game. It kind of took the crowd out of it, and Green Bay never really recovered. Um, I got to watch a large portion of that game. And just not, mm, 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 mm. not enough for the Islam to overcome the cruisers. And uh, you picked the cruisers, I picked the Islam.
1: All right. Tuggers Luck blowing up, 177 points. Uh, I, I, quick mathing on 81, carry the one. Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. they left Project Badass. Yeah, they did. One seventy-seven to eighty-six. It
0: totally did
1: eighty-eight. I can do math. Eighty-eight. You can't, well,
0: at least one of us could. Uh, I yeah. can read numbers. Yeah, we said that it would be tough sledding without all of their patriots uh, for product badass, and uh, yes, we are correct. Um, said Antonio Brown would be meh for Tucker's luck without Ben Roethlisberger. They had identical points.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ben Roethlisberger was there,
0: and hence Brown got a touchdown. He was there. He was present. He was immobile. He was a statue. Um, he did have two total touchdowns and threw an interception, but nearly 300 yards. I mean, the guy is just a monster, but um, not it, it, that was basically the scoring. Um, Hooper put up, you know, 13.6. Um, the other things that we said about this game, Matt Forte would run rough shot over the Browns. Or, uh, I'm sorry, over Miami. Um, yeah, 92 yards and a touchdown against Miami defense is actually pretty good. Um, yeah, solid game. Unfortunately, could not pull out the victory, however, for the Jets. And, uh, yeah, we said that Russell Wilson was not great. He had a really good game against the Bills defense. Uh, playing at home. Yeah, I'm wonder- wondering if he's starting to get a little bit healthier because he-, he looked more mobile in that he, game than he, he was. He looked more mobile. He still took some really bad sacks. There are some quarterbacks that take sacks, and it's a loss of like four or five yards. So I'm thinking of you, Tom Brady. I'm um, thinking of you, Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson seems to take a 15-yard sack. Like, yeah. <laughs> And, and he continues to run backwards. Um, so he is getting healthier, which um, only points up. Um, we will bring up another player, however, that was much larger in Russell Wilson's performance in a bit. Uh, you picked Luck to win. I did not. All right. On to
1: your game, the Dapper Donalds with a solid 122-88 to 88 victory over your Marauders.
0: We both picked the Donalds. Moving on. No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Outdoor breeze, but against San Francisco worked out,
0: huh? Yeah, it really did. Um, and and uh, you know, it, it, looking down, I mean, it's nearly double digits at every position. Um, there, there was clearly um, at tight end a uh, a bye week replacement, barrage, um for Cleveland um, against Dallas. But um, you know, when, when your low scorers, it flex at nine, um, and and even then, that's with a touchdown. That's pretty good. Uh, My team basically didn't show up until the Bills game on the Monday Night Football. Um, You know, Tyrod Taylor, 28.8, 2.2 points less than Breeze. Robert Woods out of nowhere, though, Um, really happy with his performance for me. Inunwa did nothing for me with the Jets. Uh, Julius Thomas did nothing for me for Jacksonville. Tavon Austin did nothing for me for LA. Kenny Stills that's did nothing su- for <laughs> me. <laughs> Out of all those, Austin is the one that surprised me. I thought he'd have a good. You team know, there. I was kind of. I, I picked up Kenny Stills um, off the waiver wire, like I said, because I'm very heavy Patriots um, when the Bills aren't playing. So this week, that's going to be another challenge for me um, because the Bills are on the bye. So I picked up Kenny Stills. Uh, the Jets' um, defensive secondary has been torched in the past. Stills had one catch for me. <laughs> Ugh. So, All congrats right. to both of us for picking the Donalds to win over me.
1: <laughs> Nicely picked. Mm. Uh, two of my favorites, the monkey beating up on the Fran dogs, one
0: eighteen to seventy-five. Yeah, well, we'll start off. You you went back to picking the monkey. I went with the Fran dogs because I'm trying to catch you in the standings. Um, as for who we said, uh, we both said at the beginning, Graham would have a huge game because the Bills cannot stop tight ends. Looking at the score, boy, thirty-one point <laughs> three for Jimmy Graham. Eight receptions, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. Caught one-handed, mind you. Those were gorgeous catches. They I really were. They were great throws. They were great catches. Russell Wilson to Graham was basically the offense for Seattle. Uh, Baldwin had some catches. I mean, he had he had uh, what was a six for 89. They were hard fought. He really had one where he kind of broke it out. I think he had 30 yards on one catch, and the rest were just like seven yards, seven yards, seven yards. Um, it was tough sledding. But, um, yeah, uh, sorry, Andrew. Um, after your one-week winning streak, it's over. And I think we
1: said this was going to be a close one, tough to pick, and a great game, and it lived up to all of that. Norwegian oil rigs, 139.4 over Dixie Laning's Alligators, 137.3. Yeah, I
0: believe this is the closest game of the week. Um, and, and if it put in any tight end... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it would have not been this close, uh, but
1: yeah, it's true. He got the win even with a guy on a bye. Yeah, so.
0: um, and and that was that was really the theme for our pick. Um, we said there's so many buys. Um, said to put in a guy, and I'm looking, I'm looking, and yep, he was in 24 points against that vaunted Jets defense that you said was hard to run against. They are hard to run against. 111
1: yards yeah. and a touchdown. But when you're turning the ball over and giving up scores on special teams, and you're constantly on the field, this is true. <laughs> it's uh. They weren't, because Ajay had a ton of carries. I don't have the exact numbers, but it was uh, it was a, a big game of more of like pounding them uh, down. Yeah, it was attrition.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, said Todd Gurley would have a good game against Carolina. Well, not really. 48 yards yeah. um, and out of the end zone. Um, said that Rodgers would score nearly 40. Well, 29.2. I think the interception really hurt them. Um, they they were, they were, <laughs> he had thrown an interception, which was called back due to a defensive penalty, and then he threw an interception on the next play. <laughs> so that hurts. What does that tell you? Uh, nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, you know we we, we definitely were, were kind of on when it came to Rodgers would score with a first, you know, number of three, maybe even four. Um, I predicted that Jones would be the top scorer for the Alligators. I was incorrect. He was the third highest scorer, but not by much. <laughs> so not by much. Uh, we both picked the Alligators to win. Um, and honestly, we were you know pretty close. I think that Broncos defense putting up a goose egg, thirty points against, and no turnovers against Oakland really is what did in the Alligators. All right. Well, let's take a peek ahead. Oh, week ten. We're gonna do the standings. We got to do the
1: standings in order to discuss the the uh, upcoming game. Yeah. So how are we looking after week nine? How
0: are we looking after week nine? Let's see. Uh, in my picks, I was. 2 and 5. Ooh, rough week. Yeah, you were four, 4 and 3. Ooh. You were plus 3 already, so you are plus 5, my friend. Plus 5. Wow. Yeah. Running up the score on you right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. You you are um you, you are Dallas playing Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see
1: if uh see if you can make some ground up this week. Hoping. And we'll start off with uh, me having to take on one of my favorite teams, playing the monkey. And I'm playing the monkey without Andrew Luck and without uh, Marvin Jones. So a couple guys out on a bye. Um, I'll be filling in your favorite son, Ryan Tannehill. And he's at San Diego. Your favorite so- son. Get out of here with <laughs> It's one of those situations where you have a lousy backup quarterback and you just hope he has that matchup the week that you have a bye, and that actually worked out for me because uh, at San Diego is pretty favorable. Um, Johnson against San Francisco. And I remember how we talked, I think it was last week, about how these websites never put up monster predictions? Yes. They always seem to mute the high. They're predicting Johnson for nearly 30. Uh, against San Francisco, he'll probably do that.
0: Yeah, San Francisco's uh, Evan- defense has been uh, categorically dismissed by every NFL analyst that I've heard.
1: And you know, moving down the line, you know, Eifert a pretty favorable matchup against the Giants. Miller's facing Jacksonville, and Stewart probably has the toughest matchup of the week for me, taking on Kansas City. On his side, uh, still waiting for that big game out of Hopkins. Still waiting for that big game out of Sanders. I think this is Sanders' week. I think this is the week he's going to blow up. Twenty-five plus at New Orleans—that is very favorable. And uh, you know, for all the uh, the Patriots' success. They do sometimes give up yards. You know, they know, they, they, they get that lead and they start giving up the uh, the points, and, and the, particularly the fantasy points and the yardage. And I think Graham can exploit the middle of their defense, so I think he's going to clearly surpass Eifert and have a good game. Um, overall, I do think I'm a little depleted. I don't know uh, where the website is predicting me with 142 this week. I don't think I'm going to come close to that. But uh, I do think I'm going to take out the victory and, uh, and beat the monkey
0: by uh, maybe 10 12 points. All right. All right. Well, I have to pick against you. <laughs> um. What I really. What and and I can I can tell you the three places that I think it's going to happen. Um. I think Carson Palmer against San Francisco as spoken. uh Just, uh, just uh, Yeah. Easily.
1: Let's just write down three twenty and three scores.
0: Um. I think Emmanuel Sanders might not be the high scorer for Denver, but again, it's in New Orleans. That's going to be a score fest. So I think Denver has to score points. And after watching Jimmy Graham play against the Bills, it's going to be interesting to see if Jimmy Graham can do the same thing against New England. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to talk myself into it. You know, maybe Hopkins is the one that comes in because, again, Jacksonville is not doing great. Um, But yeah,
1: if Hopkins puts up Hopkins 2015 numbers,
0: I probably lose the game. Right. Um, the other thing I can say is that your your crew is a little banged up. Um, it's not it's not necessarily showing in the stats now, but you've got like Johnson coming. You know, is only a few weeks removed from being injured. Um, Eifert is a few weeks removed from being injured for like a year and a half. Um, um,
1: I think Williams is in like concussion protocol. Yeah, or yeah Williams he's might not up.
0: even be in there. You're right. And the Cardinals D is still injured. Um, you know, the Eagles D really had a. Uh, <laughs> It, it it was put in a tough position by the Eagles. O um, against the Giants, two turnovers in the first five minutes of the game, down fourteen points. Not even really their fault. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I think I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a Dean. I'm gonna go with the monkey. Love the monkey. <laughs> I win
1: either way. <laughs> and Scott's Cruisers in the next game taking on the Tap Room. This is a really good game, and it's the right now the website has a prediction of five has the spread. And you're know, looking down the lineups. Uh, you know, Gordon, I think continues to roll even against a pretty good Miami defense. Yeah. Matt Ryan, you know, which Philadelphia defense is going to be out there? I think he's going to torch them. Yeah. I, I, you know, they're capable. We saw it. Uh, I think it was about week three. Uh, there was a big game, and we predicted uh, Philly's D to step up. Maybe week three or four, and, and they just laid an egg. Yeah. I think this is another lay an egg performance okay. for them. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and what could be a high-scoring game against Cincy. And uh, you know, Greg Olson, I think is clearly just. Sorry, Gronkowski. I think Olson is the best tight end in fantasy football. Right now. Uh, the New Orleans defense against Denver is actually not a bad matchup because I don't think Denver's offense is that prolific, although I, I don't love their chances too much there as far as getting a W. On the other side, uh, Rivers is pretty much one of the few quarterbacks that can actually match Matt Ryan.
0: And, again, uh, they're, they're the fourth-place team in the division, and they have a winning record.
1: Yeah, that's a great division. A
0: fantastic division.
1: And, uh, you know, still love his, his duo of wideouts there, Robinson and Nelson. Yeah. Um, you know, the wild card for him has always been the flex spot. And so this week right now, he has wear in there for KC against Carolina. Carolina D may be starting to turn the corner and be more like the D we thought they'd be all year. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure the ground game is going to really get going for KC. And then Thompson and Washington, if Matt Jones is still out injured and not vulturing any carries there, probably can beat that 8.6, even against a really good Minnesota defense. But if they start sharing the ball around like they have been in Washington, when all their backs are healthy, he, he may not get enough carries to matter. Yeah. Um, with, with Cooper on a bye, uh, I think it's a tough matchup for the taproom. I, I have a hard time seeing them losing again, but I think they're going to. I'm going to go with Scott's Cruisers.
0: Yeah, um, I'm actually going to echo you with Scott's Cruisers. Um, just a couple other points that, that you didn't bring up. Um, You know, Matt Ryan, I think, is going to struggle a little bit in Philly because it's going to be outdoors and it's starting to get outdoorsy in the Northeast. Um, It's going to be cold. I'm not sure about precipitation. Uh, We said that that might be an issue up in Buffalo. It sure wasn't. He he went to Boston (laughs) College. Yeah, but. (laughs) That was a long time ago. (laughs) It was a long time ago. And you get used to when you play in a dome. I mean, again, Drew Brees played at Purdue. He could play outside. But, um, Fair point. Fair point. you know, uh, Philip Rivers against Matt Ryan, I would like to actually see this game be played with these players. Um, I mean, in, in, you know, Robinson, I think, is starting to come on um, for whatever reason. The wideouts for Jacksonville have not clicked. They're starting to, um, even though the team is kind of uh, just I don't know if given up is the right word. Um, but, you know, I, I, I not lost the will to live. <laughs> no, that's the Dolphins who seemingly are back from the dead. Um, I, I it's do, that's a plus the will to live. Oh you know, yeah. It's that's well. And another MCL sprain for a quarterback. Cause, cause that's the official word out on uh, Fitzpatrick. If Fitz, <laughs> Fitz, it's tragic now. Um, Patrick. yeah, I, I do have to go with Scott's cruisers. Um, you know, like I said, Kansas city, interesting stat. And this isn't really have anything to do with, with the game because uh, they both have a chief. They have won 16 out of their 18 out of the last 18 regular season games. Wow. That's crazy. That's impressive. I, the Patriots have not done that. That's just, well, so, you know, watch out for the Chiefs. Um, if you're looking for waiver wire people, you know, I, I know at some point the the polls will close, but um, look look for some uh, Chiefs offense. They, they're, they're starting to come on as long as it's not a running back. Um, <laughs> he's out for the year. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got to go with the Cruisers.
1: All right, the uh, Project Badass taking on a right now deficient Radical Islam lineup because he's got a handful of guys on a buy. So the line is 63, but I'm not going anywhere near that because uh, Carr on a buy, McCoy on a buy, Moncrief on a buy, Indy Defense on a buy, Janikowski Yeah, on but buy. look at the bench. So as I like to do, let's peek at the bench. Radical Islam, well, obviously, A.J. Green going to get back in there. <laughs> yes,
0: against the Giants. His 20, his 20 against, points
1: are almost a gift. Yeah, against the Giants' backfield. A gift. <laughs> And uh, he's got a pair of Philadelphia Matthews that can get out there against that Atlanta generous defense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Keep, uh, keep you know, looking.
1: Uh, Dalton will slub in at quarterback, yep. getting that <laughs> Giants defense. Yep. So, I think his lineup's going to be just fine this week. Uh, on the other side, uh, no Crabtree, which doesn't sound like a big deal by name, but we keep saying, I mean, the, Michael Crabtree just keeps putting up solid points. Yeah. I think he's a, a great part of that badass lineup. Um, White is probably the better of the New England running backs to have this week, and he's healthy. Yeah, and he's. And speaking of healthy, you know, Roethlisberger is going to get a little healthier against that Dallas defense. Yep,
0: yep. It's starting to come on, but they're not. They, I don't think they scare anybody.
1: Uh, yeah, the key to the game, and it sounds silly to say because he's such a vital part of the badass lineup, is Gronkowski against that Seattle defense. Yep. You know, he have has the ability to have a monster week. I don't know if this is his week. Um, Smith. Uh, for Baltimore, taking on Cleveland, always a favorable matchup, even on a Thursday night. And so this one, again, <laughs> it, it's a tough call. I'm trying to trying to talk myself into either direction. I love uh, Zaro kicker. Yeah, oh. you know, They're going to score a lot of points in San Fran. Of course, if it's all touchdowns, he only gets them by
0: ones. So he needs That's a couple of right. field goals to make it ha- happen. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Islam. Wow. I'm going to pick against you, uh, mainly because after seeing... <laughs> That quote unquote vaunted Seattle defense at home gets shredded, shredded in the passing game to the number 30 passing offense of the Bills. Shredded. You're telling me Tom Brady is not going to be able to find Rob Gronkowski against that defense and in Foxborough, where the Patriots have lost exactly one regular season game in the last I'm not two saying, years? I'm
1: not saying New England won't win, but
0: this no, is. No, no, a- no. This, this, This is going to be, uh, and it's wishful thinking on my part because I want them to avenge the Bills' loss. Um, No, I I, I think this is all going to be Gronkowski. I think he gets touchdowns 70, 71, and 72 in this game. So I'm going with the badass.
1: That is a large prediction right there. Three touchdowns for Gronk. He will be held scoreless.
0: (laughs) Put that down.
1: (laughs) Write it down. So clearly he's going to get one, two, or four touchdowns.
0: That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly we'll both be wrong. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Dapper Donald's taking on Tucker's Luck. Tucker's Luck off a of monster week. This week, probably not as monstrous with Tate and Gore both on the bye. Terry on the bye. The bench, not nearly as strong as the starters. No. Uh, on the other I side. I don't know
0: half these guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why I just shied away from it. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, <laughs> On the fun- other side, Funches sounds like a, a, a Frito Lay product.
1: You know, Funches is one of these guys that has flashed talent and then gets injured. Yes,
0: and and, uh, and he comes
1: back and he looks like he's going to have a big game and he gets injured.
0: And a shout out to Boo to you because she always responds when we talk about a Carolina player.
1: <laughs> I like Funches. You know, I do I,
0: too. It's just <laughs> such a funny name.
1: <laughs> I, I just they have not put it together yet with him in the lineup. No. So, uh, you know, he's he's certainly capable, but he's probably not a guy you want to have to rely on. Yep. On the other hand, someone I would not mind relying on is Devonta Freeman. Mhm. Arnolds, and again, that Philly defense. Philly started the season 3 and 0 and I think they're sitting somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 and 4 right mm-hmm.
0: now.
1: So, it's not all uh what, what's the phrase there? Sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Look at yeah, that nature. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, I think uh, one of the big players for Donald, and the reason I'm going to pick the Donalds in this matchup, is going to be Demarius Thomas. Uh, Taking on New Orleans, I think he's going to far surpass the 15.3 they're predicting. Much like uh, Hopkins, I don't think he's really had the monster game yet. This might be his week. So I see, uh, see Breeze taking on Denver. I know that's something that can help mute his scoring. I still think he gets his. And so overall I uh, you know <laughs> it always freaks me out. I look down I'm like Bell as the Flex. I, I
0: know <laughs> It's killing
1: me. It's a, it's a. he'll overcome the bolden by, he'll get himself a flex off that bench and I think he's gonna cruise to a pretty good victory.
0: Well the flex off the bench is gonna be Larry Legend. So you can put that in your pipe and smoke it. He's playing San Francisco. Well, I would think Legend <laughs> might take the news. Might take Sanu's
1: spot back as his number two whiteout. I don't debate, know. I
0: don't know. can
1: debate Sanu against some of his other
0: uh, spots down there. Gutskowski might score 12 because of the eight extra points he's going to kick from all of these touchdowns <laughs> from Gronkowski. Um, the Seahawks defense for Tucker's Luck, I think, is going to put up a Denver-like performance from this week. They're going to get scored on left and right. They're going to give up yards and yards and yards, and the Patriots do, period, not, period, Turn, period, the, period, ball, period, over, period, period. Hashtag <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable punctuation. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown, uh, you know, against Dallas is kind of, a, that's that's delicious. That might be the uh, top scorer, actually, for Tucker's luck. Um, Russell Wilson's going to find it. If he thought that he got hit hard by the Bills, he's going to. He get hit double hard against the Patriots. Um, They definitely can come after the passer. Um, Ravens D is going to be real healthy against Cleveland. (laughs) Ravens D put up a really really good game against the Steelers. Um, It uh, Yeah, um, I got to go with the Donalds. I mean, indoor breeze. I'll I'll close with that, just indoor breeze. Don't care that it's Denver's defense. Denver's defense got kind of lit up against – uh, San Diego already so yeah, right exactly and this and is I, and Breeze think, at home and I think
1: Donald's will probably take Pitt off the bench at that tight end spot even on a Thursday night in, uh, against <laughs> Cleveland that's a
0: nice matchup I think we've been 50 right, in saying that Thursday nights are low scoring <laughs> my,
1: you know what Thursday nights are low scoring and Monday nights just something weird happens, it happens <sighs> it's like every week although
0: so, I gotta tell you other than the Bills lost and, and the last like 10 seconds of the first half what a fantastic game
1: and the three ridiculous calls that completely change well, I'm talking.
0: that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it, you know, because let's say they kick the field goal, they're only down by one driving down, they can kick a field goal to win at the end. But that Money. isn't what happened. If I, you know, and I said this about the World Series, if I didn't care about the Seahawks or the Bills, what a great game to watch.
1: Right. Yeah. When, once you're personally invested, it sucks when you can oh, lose. This.
0: I, did you happen to see my step total for Monday night? I did not. 14,000 <laughs> steps. P- pacing a little bit in the basement
1: while you're watching I did the game? Eight,
0: <laughs> I did 8,000 steps in three hours.
1: Wow. <laughs> well, the uh, Music Marauder bi-week team is yep. taking on Brandogs, yep. uh, what is predicted to be probably the lowest-scoring game of the week. So, yep. uh, right now, you are projected to win by 13.5, but... And I, have set,
0: I have set my lineup, so you're looking yes. at what
1: I'm going with. And Stafford is on a bye, so let's pluck Eli off the bench for twenty. Yeah, that's gonna hurt me. On. So really, the Fran dogs are probably predicted to win by six.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, my AFC version of uh, Devin Funchess is Devante Parker, <laughs> and Parker's done it a little bit more than Funchess has in his career, but like the two of them just seem like they should be joining. They have too much talent not to be part of that elite wide receiver core, and they're just not there.
0: Funchess and Parker, attorney at law.
1: <laughs> now I know Parker's on the Fran dogs bench, and probably rightfully so. He hasn't really proven it yet, but. At San Diego, you know, if Andrew decides to swap anybody out, like you, Alfred Morris, um, then that might be a, a way to go. Um, you know, Brandon Marshall is still putting up numbers. The injury to Fitz... Man, uh, <laughs> you always make sense. Yeah. The injury to Fitz Tragic might uh, <laughs> might mute his numbers a little bit, yeah. so I'm not surprised Edelman is predicted to outscore him. Yeah. Uh, interesting that you both are starting a Denver running back. Yes. Um, his is probably better than yours because his is the
0: starter right now. (laughs) Yes, he is. Uh, The only thing keep me going is that Bibbs did get um, the call uh, closer to the goal line. He did have a long touchdown. Yeah, those are the key. And and he has gotten some confidence from the coaching staff. Those three things lead me to think. I I don't think he's going to get like you know he's not going to all of a sudden be the starter, but he might be put in a little bit more. You know, definitely in the red zone, but he might be put in in those uh, situations where. Maybe it's an obvious passing down, but they might run anyway. So I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, and those are the key carries. I mean, it's who's going to get the ball inside the five. Um, yeah, the Jets defense against the Rams. I just don't know what to expect out of my Jets anymore. So even though they're projected to score nine point seven, they might score three and they might score thirteen. Uh, too 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 hard to predict. But I will predict Bailey, uh, the dog's kicker, to have a pretty big game. Yep. I think that Dallas Pittsburgh game is going to be high scoring. Um, but Pittsburgh, at times, will get a key third-down stop, so Billy probably sprinkles in a couple field goals to go with a handful of extra points. Uh, overall, if you had some of those guys that were on a bye, like a Riddick, like a Taylor, like well, if Watkins was healthy, um, I think I'd go with you. But I think Frandogs are going to get off the Schneid again and get their second career victory. Wow,
0: against me. And we were joking about that, I think, a week three, um, that he would get <laughs> his first victory against me. Yeah, so you're no. off the Schneid for the first one, but he's going to get a second one on you. Yeah, well, um, in in defending my own team, because I am going to pick me, um, when I picked up the Chargers defense as my bi-week replacement, um, I was feeling kind of good about myself because Miami wasn't doing anything. I don't feel good right now (laughs) with the way that Miami is playing. They've won four in a row, I think. Yeah, they're playing well. They're playing really well, and they're doing it with offensive line play, which does not bode well for my defensive uh, put-in here. Um, if they make Tannehill throw, they might get some picks, but they also give up yards. uh, So I'm not too happy about that. What I am happy about is my, um, uh, Patriots pair, uh, Hogan and Edelman. Um, they may put up 40 points for me. Um, that, that, I gotta tell you, I mean, the Seattle defense, I was not impressed with and they're going into Foxborough and you're playing the Bill Belichick team coming off a bye. And the team in the Seahawks traveling west to east with a short week. Not a one o'clock start though, so that doesn't help. It isn't a sense. one o'clock start. It's a prime, prime time game. It is. It is the prime time game, but still local time in their body clock is going to be a five thirty game. So it's still a, you know it's going to be off. It's like dinner. They want to go to dinner, but they're going to have to play. But it's football.
1: like a six thirty game, right? Because of the time change. Uh,
0: Wait, when does that stop being a thing? No, it's still. Are we,
1: are we over the hour change already? No, it's still the thing. So.
0: I'm going to pick me, though, because I think Blake Bortles is getting fantasy-wise reconnected with his receivers. They're not going to win against Houston, but he will put up those garbage time, awesome 80-yard drives in the fourth quarter where it doesn't matter and uh, get me fantasy points. So I'm going to pick me to beat Andrew. Sorry, Andrew.
1: All right. Well, two teams that start at the top with great quarterback play, Aaron Rodgers and the Dixie Landings Alligators, taking on Cam Newton's Snuggly Ducklings. And uh, this is another great matchup for this week, and it's hard to pick even just between those two. And um, Rodgers going to Tennessee. Tennessee is, is a sneaky, good football team. Yeah, I want to see
0: this game but played, I, too.
1: Yeah, I think I think Rodgers can put up his. Uh, Cam Newton is going, or I'm sorry, his home for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that does help his cause. You know, we, we've talked about in the past, Casey on the road versus at home. Uh, The running back situation is all DeMarco Murray Mm -hmm. snuggled Mm -hmm. with a big plus there. But to me, the receivers are all Dixie Landings with Julio Jones and and Landry in Miami taking... Britt and Beasley, respectively. The tight ends are both solid, Walker and Kelsey. Uh, that could be an, easily be a wash if
0: Kelsey doesn't get ejected from the game.
1: <laughs> if Kelsey doesn't get and if Walker stays healthy, because that's true. Delaney I Walker
0: have, has been injured every. Yeah, other Yeah, I have him in
1: another league, and I think in in nine weeks now he's had a bye week and left games early three times. Yeah, or missed yeah. It, I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: And then he's questionable, <laughs> like the like all the well limited in practice. Like,
1: yeah, I think he has a new tattoo. Actually, it just says questionable on his forearm. <laughs> So, uh, Ebron on the bye, get him out of the flex spot, and that will close this 18-point uh, prediction. Um, but I, I really think that uh, you know, this is going to be a close game overall. I'm going to go with the Dixie Landings Alligators on the strength of the wideouts. I think Jones and Lander are both due for really big games. I think they outperform their predictions and get them to a victory.
0: Yeah, um, you know, look, looking again, uh, I, I totally agree with your analysis. Um, the, the wideout plays very heavily favored the Alligators. What I do think is very interesting, though, is I think you have a possibility for negative points for the Alligators with the Broncos' defense. It's
1: possible. In New Orleans, you know, on it's... the other side, Jack- Jacksonville likely will lose but will not get lit up too bad by
0: Houston. Right. Yeah, Houston can't. I mean, they kind of have Minnesota-itis. They can't score. They can't move the ball. They can't run. And Osweiler's terrible. You, you put all of those things together and Jacksonville's defense will have a respectable fantasy day. doesn't mean the Jaguars' defense is good. They're just playing an inept offense. The Broncos' defense is playing against the number one offense in the league, I believe, not named Tom Brady. Um, and he was out for four weeks. But um, it's, it's home breeze. Again, it, it, we keep saying it. You guys are probably sick of it, particularly if you don't like the Saints. <laughs> but it's true. You have to accept the fact. Drew Brees is ridiculous when he plays in that Superdome. So the Broncos D might be one of those things that's like minus five that will get the Ducklings the win. So I'm going to go with Shannon. All right, last
1: game of the week. Make it pink off a win when their tight end was on a bye. He's back. He's predicted for 17, taking on the Oil Rigs, who are predicted for 117. So uh, there is that Tom Brady that you love in – admire so much predicted to score 20 and a half listen against that marcus <laughs> mariota that we both love so much for putting up fantasy yes. points only predicted to score 18-8 so almost a wash at the quarterback spot right uh, keep going on the yeah. lineups ingram is going to have a tough matchup i still think even though he's home he is. that denver defense does stop the run pretty yeah, well yeah denver does not give uh, up rushing yards if you guarantee me that west will start and get the lion's share of the carries for baltimore no. I think he surpasses that 15
0: prediction. That there has. are three teams I have no idea who's going to be the running back for: Denver, Baltimore, yeah. and Detroit. <laughs> yeah, every week it's... I have no idea who's going to be the running back.
1: And they could all be all three could be healthy on each because each team. Basically, uses three different guys. Right, and they could all be healthy, and you still don't know which one's going to get the carries.
0: Which is terrible when you're in a fantasy. Really league. stinks for fantasy purposes. It's fantastic <laughs> if you're a fan. <laughs> because, sure. Oh look, it, they're
1: all fresh. Well, and if one of them gets injured, you got to plug and play. It's not a problem. Right. But, yeah, for fantasy purposes, that's a challenge. So if West is getting the carries, I like the oil rigs at the running back spot. Benjamin and Crowder, um, both relatively unheralded but very solid uh, NFL and FFL receivers. Uh, on the other side, the other Benjamin, San Diego's Benjamin and Aiken, who surprisingly only a 5.8 prediction. I think you could well surpass that. Yeah, I
0: don't know why they have Aiken so low. I mean, unless there's some injury news that I don't know about. Um, it's Same. it's Cleveland.
1: Um, so I said earlier that Greg Olson was the best tight end in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Apologies to Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Well, apologize to both Olson and Gronk because um, Reed might be the best tight end in fantasy. Mm. <laughs> so the three of them, are, I think, are the, clearly the top three. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Mega Pink has, has that huge advantage at tight end. And ending. Jimmy
0: Graham making a, making a statement to join that top three by the end of the season. He's only had really one good game, two good games for Seattle. But if he is on the come, then, then that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, the um the flex spots here are littered with fantastic running yes. back play. So you got Ezekiel Elliott who's going to go up against the rather porous Pittsburgh defense. You got Duke Johnson who may not be that well heralded, but again, I think he's a good pass catching tight uh running back and could do some damage at Baltimore. On the other side, Gurley
0: There's who- nothing. <laughs>
1: Has has not had a 2015 like girly performance.
0: No. But look
1: at that. There's, there's my Jets defense ready to welcome him for his first 110 and two. <laughs> seconds.
0: Look at you. And
1: Jay Ajay, You're who did nothing, did nothing for six weeks, has over 500 yards the last three games. Yeah. And he gets to go against that excuse for a San Diego defense. Right. So the flex play here, I think, is going to be fantastic. The flex is huge. Um, you know, Mega Pink, I think, has a really, really good team. And uh, I think I've picked against her a few times, and she just continues to surprise me. But I'm going to do it again. I'm going to actually trust that West is going to get the carries in the Oil Rigs game for the Oil Rigs in that Buffalo game or Baltimore game, excuse me. And I think that makes the difference in this game. Now, if he doesn't get the carries and the Oil Rigs lose, I'm hedging my bet completely and saying then I would have picked Make It Pink. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) My official pick will be the Oil Rigs. All
0: right. uh, My official pick is going to be Make It Pink, and I think it's going to be on uh, Mark Ingram. I think Ingram is going to have. For three quarters, he's going to be bottled up by that Denver D. Uh, and then he's going to catch something out of the backfield. And someone's going to make a block, and he's going to score a long touchdown. Um, again, I, 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 that New Orleans offense has way too many weapons. Way too many weapons. And Mark Ingram coming out of the backfield, I think, is going to be the difference. So, Go, Kristen.
1: All right. Well, the, uh, the picks are in predictions are made we shall see what they look like come next week but uh Pauly, what's your plans for the weekend are you going to be hashtagging babffl and following along as the stats get accrued i'm hoping
0: to uh, we don't have any soccer tournaments this weekend in the honor of veterans day there's no soccer game at all on sunday uh, we're having some Norwegian relatives out on Saturday, um, so we'll be doing with some... with the oil rigs. No, 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 uh, no. But we're <laughs> we're having the um, the 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 kid with the knit sweater hats, and we're having the redheaded oil worker. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, we're going to do some North Jersey Shore sightseeing with them, so that'll be fun, um, and then have family over for dinner. But that's Saturday. Sunday's my day, so yeah, you can you can look for me tweeting. Probably not as. Um, voluminously as I was during the Bills Seahawks game and the Bills have a bye so I will be a little bit more relaxed I can just watch and enjoy and watch my team maybe win against Andrew (laughs) (laughs) but we'll find out uh how about you I will be traveling to Disney
1: I will not be in Walt Disney World this weekend unfortunately Mm. although I did run through the Norwegian pavilion that last week nice more to come on that on Sunday kind of ties in, Uh, but I actually have a kid's birthday party to go to on Sunday. Who does that? Who does that? My cousin and her husband. However... They are uh, two of the owners in my other fantasy league, and so they wisely planned their child's birthday to be from 11 to 1. Nice! <laughs> so, <laughs> I probably won't be there right at 1 o'clock, but by one fifteen, I should be uh, hunkered down watching some football and cheering on the Metroville heroes as I often do.
0: Yeah, that's great. And if you cause... do follow along, use that hashtag, B A B F F L.
1: As we've turned the corner, and I'm officially a Jets fan, saying, "Let's get a top five pick."
0: Ooh, just end the season.
1: Yes, that is what it stands for. Well, whether you are rooting for the misery of your favorite team, like I am, or your team still has a chance for the playoffs, uh, we will Slim. be following. Along... <laughs> More than mine, <laughs> so uh, we'll be following along. Use that hashtag #babffl and good luck in Week Ten. We'll check in again next week.
0: This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon.